0: Listeners, welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic, the podcast. Spiritual musings. Sometimes amusing. I'm Tracy. And I'm Laura. Welcome back, dear listeners. You're listening to Turns Out She's Psychic. Hello, Tracy. Hola. <laughs> Um, and we have a very wonderful guest that some of you who listen to Turns Out She's a Witch may have already known and been introduced to. It's the delightful Sarah Wilder um, and she joined us over and Turns Out She's a Witch and we talked about all her sort of background in a, you know, fashion design industry, jewellery design industry. She's made a Animal Kin Oracle deck um, and has lots of different collections on the Avian Council. Um And even a non-profit, The Wilder Ones, that we talked about a lot uh, that we hadn't even planned on talking about. But we covered a lot of ground and we had such a beautiful response. um, And in particular to your work that you do around human design. And we had some questions come in that we thought would be a beautiful fit to do a whole episode over on Turns Out She's Psychic. So thank you so much for Coming back and <laughs> um, agreeing mm-hmm. to sit with us and chat about all things human design. So, um, yeah, well, yeah, Yeah, I'm excited to talk about things that, yeah, yeah
1: intrigue myself now. Yeah, yeah. I was um, so jealous <laughs> when when they interviewed you. I was like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think she'd want to come I on
0: TOSP? Yeah, yeah. Any excuse <laughs> will do. So, yeah, we hunted you down again. So, thanks so much for being generous with your time. Yeah, yeah. Um and so I guess the you know knowing where to start with human design is just could you provide a basic overview of you know what it is and how it came about?
2: Mm -hmm. Thanks.
0: So uh, it's it's one of those things that you know
2: back in 19, I think, eighty-seven, this guy who is just a irregular guy, yeah, (laughs) who was in the arts world and yeah, just was yeah, living his best life. Um he went on a trip to Ibiza, and I don't oh. know whether there was involved. <laughs> Likely. <laughs> Likely. I will make a little sound judgment there saying probably was on something. Um, but he had a very mystical experience with this thing he refers to as the voice. And from over like a course of about eight days, he just got this stream of download about this thing called the human design system. Okay. And so... <laughs> one of those things it's like yeah i mean obviously sounds made up and you can judge you know things that come through like that as you know not real mm. um but that was kind of like you know the foundations are super mystical and super um you know poured through him as a channel yeah. or a messenger but then the way that he worked with it and built it is far more kind of Uh, logical and structured and, you know, that's kind of the mystical aspect kind of stopped there and the rest of it became more, um, yeah, I guess it it weaves in. It's, yeah, it's a strategy for navigating life basically and it the language he uses is far more kind of blunt and, you know, kind of punchy. So, He's an interesting character (laughs) and and anyone that learnt the system from him will say that. Uh And a lot of the, like, core teachers now that have really taken it because he's passed away now, but he taught it for, like, 25 years. And so some of his initial students are now um, creating versions of human design through their lens and have a whole new kind of, um, yeah, given it wings and, and expanded it in ways that he couldn't. And now it's just kind of one of those things that you can interpret your way and, and put your own spin on it and um but it works and people have experimented with it for you know 30 40 years now or 30 years. So um it works and it's it's growing. So there's something to it. Because it comprises
0: it astrology and a few other different um, I don't know, interpretive systems, yeah. would you say? I don't know, I don't yeah. know how to word that. Yeah, so
2: so he's it's basically like a combination of divination systems. Okay. So he brings in tropical astrology. He brings in the Chinese I Ching, which is like 3000 plus years yeah. old, very old system. Um, the, the Hindu chakra system and the Kabbalah tree of life, and then some quantum physics stuff. So it's really oh, like this so mix mist- cool. mist- of yeah. modalities that all hold a lot of weight in their own right. Mm. And he's basically mapped out a system using them in a way that um, yeah makes sense to a a different you know group of people or and yeah so I love that it brings in a lot of things because then for me it's like I'm not pigeonholed into any one way of believing it's like using them all in their own magic and weaving something unique and Universal exactly mm.
0: it's pretty cool to be able to see all those different elements and the different layers and how they all fit together mm. and
2: work yeah because most things, like that's how the world works right it's like it's just all variations of the same thing yeah
0: yep
1: and perceptions understandings it's just layers yeah yeah language different
2: languages for the same thing yeah. really
1: yeah mm. uh, and so inside of human design though um, you know, taking away all the all the complexities behind it. Really simply for, for our listeners, um, if they have heard of human design before, they're likely to have heard of something like a, a projector or a generator or a manifestor. So there are five types, is that right? Yes. yes. So
2: they call it the science of differentiation and they call it that because it's essentially a way to understand how you're different to others in the same framework, if that makes sense. So we're all using like the same framework, but we have access to things in different ways, flavoured by different planets and expressions and all that kind of thing. So it's essentially a tool to work out who you are on a unique level and what your contribution to the whole is from that um, individual expression. So the top kind of layer of that the way that you are different can be through your aura. So this is before you even, like, have a conversation with anyone. You can read other people's energy bodies. And so in the system they have these, well, it's actually four different auras and one of them is kind of a has a variation. So there's arguably five. Um,
0: yeah.
2: So there's four or five different auras that we're all, that we all have um and so even just understanding yourself on an auric level makes a huge difference to how you navigate your world um and from a surface level if you just knew your aura and the way that that aura is here to to navigate and and operate the rest of it doesn't matter that's actually just how you live in alignment and it just kind of happens regardless of you knowing about it or yeah, not. yeah
0: it just is it's already there I yeah. remember you saying that yeah. over and turns out she's a witch. You're like, it was just when you know when you know that and you can see how you sort of operate in the world, whether you realize it or not, it just changes everything. Yeah. 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 It was cool.
2: So do you want me to expand on the five? Yeah. Oh, so please. what's
1: under that layer? Like what's under the So
2: the yeah, so the very top layer is, you know, if it's like an iceberg, the top, the tip of the iceberg is the aura. And so these four types, we've got um, generator types. So there's either a manifesting generator or a a generator and they have the same auric kind of design. And that makes up around 70% of the world population. So majority of the world are generators and we are the build, um, I am one, so we are the builders of society. We're the creators and we have this like powerful sacral energy, like life force energy that we use um, to, yeah, be that generator. Um, The next one Across is a projector and projectors are about like 18 to 20% of the population and projectors have no sacral definition so and their aura is sorry I'll go back the generator aura is open and enveloping so it's always reading and bringing things into its field okay a projector is a very focused aura so they have a lot of openness and vulnerability in their design because they're always like very penetrating towards maybe like one individual focus point. Mm. So it's like um,
1: concentrated. So they're very, yeah.
2: yeah. It's but it's they thrive one-on-one because they're able to really tune into the person that they're speaking and with. It's a lot. So yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. So when you yeah, and it's been really interesting experimenting with that because I've identified the projectors in my life and I, I have very different relationships with them versus my other generator friends. And I've been really nurturing them as projectors and it's they're really coming alive as their projector yeah. self and it's really wow. amazing um, So projectors are essentially kind of like the guides to the generators as well. Their purpose is to guide the generator group. They, they have this really beautiful relationship together. And so that's ninety percent of the population kind of covered, and then this the next one over is a manifesta, and manifestors are about yeah like eight percent of the population, eight to nine percent, and they are, their auras are kind of uh, repellent, so they have this like kind of tough exterior where you can't really read read them. Um, but they're here to kind of initiate people and so some of the old world leaders were manifestors so they they kind of have this like royal slash dictator leadership kind of quality to <laughs> really get a vision. And they say, right, this is the vision. We've got one in the room.
1: Fuck off. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> a repellent. <laughs> I didn't tell you to fuck off. Sorry. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, <it's fine. laughs> I live with a manifesto and I get it. <laughs> um, but manifestors are, yeah, they're here to really um, initiate the generators and the projectors into into, you know making change in their life or doing something. And so they kind of do have to have this tough exterior to be able to handle any conflict with others when they are initiating people too. Um, and the old world leaders were very much manifesto energy. The new world leaders will be more towards the kind of projector energy. So they have different kind of strategies and way that they lead, but they're still both very strong leaders. Um, And then the final one is the reflector and that's the rarest one and there's about 1% of the population and they're like true lunar beings. So if we think of, um, you know, a lot of us are tuning back into the cycles of nature and all that kind of thing, tuning into the moon and that being kind of like a version of a calendar for us, the reflectors really truly have to live by the moon. So every day they have a different kind of facet of themselves that they're and they they're slower to make decisions in life and they're a real reflection of where society's headed so they are like a mirror kind of person and they're very rare to encounter and a lot of them are still heavily conditioned because they don't know that that's what they are so they're not really like a lot of people conditioned to either be manifestors or generators generally so um, yeah, I, I've known one reflector who was a mentor of mine, and one of the key things that would happen is we would be on the phone and we'd talk for three or four hours, and I'd be like, "How are we in the same place all the time? Like it's literally like we're the same person." And I would say that all the time, and we'd always joke about like <laughs> these parallel things going on all the time. And she unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago, but I didn't know she was a reflector until I looked up her chart after, oh, wow. and I was like, "Holy shit!" Wow. She's a reflector and everything just made all the sense ever. She'd like hand-picked these women in her life to nurture and reflect to them who they wow. were and she like showed us who that we were we and that was like her work in this world and then she's left and she's, you know, she's basically initiated us all in, into all guiding Yeah.
0: Very cool. Tick, job done. yeah am <laughs> <I'm laughs> out. Outside. You were a reflector? Well, yeah, I guess coming up, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I suppose we can talk about now. When I first put my details in, I used my married name and it came up as a reflector, but then I went and used my birth name. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I don't think that I am. Yeah,
2: because okay. the, the name actually doesn't affect the software. Ah, so well, it, I do ah,
0: what happened okay. Well, I don't know what happened mm-hmm. That was That's bizarre. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because the name is just essentially to save the file yeah. in the system or whatever but it, it goes by birth details rather than you know, so it does So what details is
1: it?
2: So it's your time, your birth time, your birth date and your birth location. So
0: similar to an astrology chart. Yeah like a natal chart information isn't it? Yeah. Yeah <laughs> okay. it's so cool.
1: Well I've had my yeah. um like I've had my natal chart done a couple of times actually just because it's cool but <laughs> <laughs> um the things that you said um about manifestors um which I'm a manifestor. The things that you yes. said about manifestors, the things that I know just as a spiritualist um, and through my mm-hmm. own learnings plus the things that I learned through getting my natal chart, it's all the same just in a different language. It's We're it, saying it really Either it. way, I am exactly that person and
2: it's mm-hmm. like the same
1: cloth. It's undeniable. Exactly. It's very cool. Yep. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I can't, like I I was across astrology more before I integrated human design and and having that awareness of astrology and reading the human design. I'm like, oh, it is really similar results that you get in terms of information and understanding of yourself, but it's it's just a different language. And for me, human design was a language that I understood better and and quicker yeah. other than astrology. Um, so yeah, having all of them, it's like you just kind of get more. Yeah. Uh,
1: Also love that, like before, when you were saying that, um, when you worked out that your friend, um, was a projector and that you started to love them like a projector, they were able to shine Mm -hmm. and everything changes. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I love about, um, my job and helping people understand these things is when you know, this you the people that you love like because you love them you want to know what they're what they are you want to know how to help them thrive and shine and live a full expression and promote their essence and things Mm -hmm. like human design and astrology and all those kinds of things like they they give us the answers that are so obviously clear because you look at it you're just like oh my god tick 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 tick, yes (laughs) it's just a better way to love yep. the people that you love.
2: It's a better way to see yeah. them for, cause you know, most of us just want to be seen and understood. And one of my, like my son, my son sign is Capricorn. And if I put the human design lens on it, it's gate 60, which is about limitation. And that's, that's what can be seen as the shadow of my archetype. But the high frequency is acceptance. And so anyone that knows me, it's almost like I I teach them how to accept themselves within the limitations of their human experience, you know. So it's like the limitations of your design are this, but if you accept it, then we just all get together and we basically reach the next level of who we're here to be. And so that's what I bring into my sessions as well, obviously. Um, And since I've, you know, like... (laughs) Because I'm such a nerd, I've got every <laughs> chart, good. chart saved in my software. Right, I've got like you've got them. Fifty people that are in my life saved, Aww. and anytime I'll you know I'll have a conversation with someone or sit with someone in the family, like it will always come up eventually for me to like reference their ch- something in their chart, and <laughs> it's just cool that they're now like they're really into Abbey, it yeah. and they're. Yeah. Like everyone in my life will just accept, uh, is accepting me for who I am and
1: what I bring to them. Right. So also the dance of that. Um, Well, I think it comes down to intention too. Like they know your intention is to be loving and kind and like be full and and generous with it. So like, you can't kind of say, I don't want that in my life. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to see them and I'm trying to get them to see themselves and other people in their life too, and accept it. And, and, Understand it better. So mm. yeah. it's really cool that um, anyone that I've kind of uh, really taken the time to understand and in, in their design and actually communicating with them and and navigating our relationship from that lens, they've actually changed completely. Mm. And so much bullshit is happening in their life because of it. So there's something in it, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, for, for me and the people in my life for sure. Mm.
0: Um, So you've written a few blog posts um, accessible via your Instagram handle and then onto your website about uh, human design. Um, So for, uh, and also thanks for providing that top tip of screenshotting your chart once it sort of generates what it looks like, because there's a lot going on in that. Um, But I guess for anyone interactive who has decided that they might want to have a look at their chart, um, and they're following mm-hmm. the links from your thing, and might have even paused this for a moment. Yeah. So for someone that may have just brought their chart up and they're looking at these subheadings that come up once mm. they find out their aura type, um, I was just hoping yeah. if you could de- define the main ones that that pop up at the top. Yeah. Um, yep. So there is, you know, the the aura slash type, which you've been through, and then there's profile, Mm -hmm. definition, inner authority, strategy, not self-subtitles, and then the incarnation cross. Are you able to just take Mm -hmm. us through those for anyone that might be going, what is this? (laughs) Yes. Okay.
2: So um, I'm actually going to get up a chart because I need to like look at something here. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, and, um, I will also include a link for anyone that has paused this in the notes of this um, episode right now. So you can go on and, <laughs> and find it. I think yeah. I use the, is it Jovial or Joval? How do you? Yeah, the jovial, yeah. jovial Archive, I think it's yep. called.
2: I use it. I use one called Genetic Matrix. There's a bit of a, like, you know, just with anything people prefer yeah. certain software. Yep. Um, I, yeah, I only use Genetic Matrix. I find it just better yep. for me. Um, but, yes, you can use either all. They're probably the two most popular sure. and accurate yep. ones. But I do find that in Genetic Matrix and Jovian Archive, you can get variants in the charts that come up with the same information. Yeah. So sometimes yep. it's a um, So, yeah, so you got your chart up and you've got all these like words on the side of a body and and body with all these like shapes and lines and numbers. And it's very confusing. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) really like learning a new language. Uh So I don't expect anyone to understand any of the things, but the key things to look at when you're starting out is definitely understanding your aura, which we have covered. Um, the second thing, the second most important thing is, um, it's your, it's a part of your type still. So, for example, um, there's sometimes a word before your aura. So um, in Tracy's case, it's emotional manifesto. So the emotional aspect is your authority. So your authority is your kind of, it's the boss of your um, intuition in your body. So these are the things that we listen to. Where we run everything by is this authority. And everyone has a different authority. So people saying, like, if you just hear, you know, trust your gut and all these like generic yeah. spiritual kind of guidance points, it's not always true for everybody. We this is the different differentiation piece in the in this system is that yeah, there actually there's more nuance to intuition and and all that kind of thing. So for you know through human design lens, Tracy's you know boss is her solar plexus. It's her emotional center. And so, knowing what your authority is is basically um, everything. Because when you're listening to your authority and following the strategy of your aura, that's when you steer, you basically live life as you're designed, and things just start to happen and flow better. And over time, and you you basically become who you're here to be, rather than living a you know out of your conditioning or shadow or whatever. So those two things are really important. And so there's like I think there's nine different types of authority. Um, Yeah, so there's your gut, your your sacral, there's your emotional centre, your solar plexus, there's your spleen, which is like a fear or or intuition centre, there's your ego, which is kind of part of your heart centre. There's your mental projector, so people have to speak. They have to speak to know what their truth is. Like there's so many like variables and there's some mainstream ones and then there's some more kind of niche, rarer ones. Um, and then the reflector's authority is literally the moon. So they have they have to kind of externally navigate and listen to what's going on out externally. So, yeah, that's the two most like um, important things to look at is knowing what your um, authority is and then what your aura type is. Okay. Okay, so then we come down to the next bit which says profile and you'll see like these two numbers yeah. and that's kind of like archetypal flavours of the type of, you know, manifesto or generator that you are. So the lens that you come at that aura type from. And so there's six, there's, it goes from numbers one to six and there's six different kind of. Um, number and then the combinations of those numbers all mean different things as well. And so you have words beside those. So, um, again, using Tracy as an example, she's a 6'2", which is a role model hermit.
0: (laughs) And so then you (laughs) Bang on. (laughs) This is really fun. I must say ahead of time, Tracy (laughs) did agree to have her details be read by Sarah. (laughs) Yeah. She's being our little guinea pig
2: yeah, today. <laughs> she's a great case but she's Tommy. laughing for that. There's something in
1: those keywords that have unlocked. <laughs> like, it couldn't even, like, a, yeah, we're done. Banging done. On. Yeah. <laughs> yep, human design is, is true, people. Is the shiz.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it really
2: is. Like, every time I heard about the key things in my design, I literally either cried or my whole body just, like, melted or activated like there's been so many initiation points just by reading the information in my design that the truth of it just resonated so deeply some
0: parts are really validating and then other parts did you ever feel (laughs) like really resistance to like no I'm not yeah yeah (laughs) one or the other yeah
2: Yeah. I had resistance to being a generator and uh, but I had a lot of resonance with the um yeah. With the profile numbers that I had, like I literally cried when I read the thing cause I was like, holy shit. I feel so seen. Aww, yeah, <laughs> um, And it made way more sense to, you know, why I had certain struggles or certain things going on. Yeah. And, yeah super, super. It makes cool it okay. Like it's like for yourself. That's the whole point. Yeah. It's acceptance, yeah. right? That's my thing that I teach. It's like accepting that you're okay as you are and you're perfect. As you don't need you to be are, any different. You know? You're not meant
1: to be different. Mm. It's all exactly. on purpose. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, this
2: is fun. Yeah. What next? <laughs> <laughs> so numbers are really another really big kind of breakthrough point for a lot of people as well, understanding those aspects of you, because it's kind of like the lens that you see the world. So not everyone's going to see through that same like numbered lens. Yeah. Um, a, a six line person, the role model, they're on the, you know, the end of the, the from one to six, they're on top. They, they say it's like the person on the roof overlooking the world. So they have this huge awareness of all the types of humans, um, and they have a very distinct kind of timeline in their life as well, which I won't go into, but, um, you know, even just understanding your perspective of the world as being on the roof overlooking things and and it can bring up things where you feel like, you know, embodiment might be a struggle at certain times and actually, you know, being present in the moment and not just, you know off with Big
1: the very basically <laughs> well if I um, could I would live with spirit but I'm having yeah. a human yeah, experience exactly
2: right. yeah yeah and I'm a six line too so I totally so get is this that the two um,
0: numbers like there's six and the two. on mine it yeah. says four slash six so both numbers yeah, are this like yeah. okay so you, yeah. yeah yeah so you're both six right. lines
2: um, so yours, um, Tracy is a conscious line. So that means it's a part of your personality, whereas yours is more, um,
0: on the unconscious okay. side, which is same. I love how there's so many different elements. Yeah.
2: yeah. But you can learn a lot from each other from those different, um, you know, conscious versus unconscious
1: aspects as so well. So the hermit as the two, I am very <laughs> conscious of the fact that I'm a hermit it's yeah, not she, unconscious
2: no 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 and it it's almost like it unconsciously just comes naturally you don't ever have to think about it it's like there's no it's not like
1: something that's present in your personality it's just happening oh, yeah. it's like a it's body. like i always say to Laura like when people become my friend they need to understand don't take any of it personally because it's just who yeah. i am i will just disappear off the face of the earth mm. but yeah. it's a do not disturb yeah. sign on your door yeah. And I don't, I don't feel the need to announce it (laughs) because why would I? Like it's like, it's, (laughs) but I will say though, the fact that maybe it is unconscious as well. Like, I don't think I felt like this my whole life. I think I tried to be the opposite for a very long time until I came into myself and my authentic self and went through my acceptance. That's when I was Mm -hmm. able to own that part. But before that, I think it was very unconscious. Of course. Yeah.
2: And that's generally how it goes for sure. Um so yeah, the profile numbers, fascinating rabbit hole to to journey <laughs> a
0: rabbit hole. Um, so what's a four?
2: Oh yeah. A four is the well, they call the opportunist. Yeah. And even so some of the language is a little bit <laughs> like I said, like Ra he was a manifester. So he just said it like oh, yeah. it was and he was very It like it just yeah. So people that are more sensitive generators like me, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be a martyr like, and I don't yeah. want to be a you thought you were a
1: projector. Right? Yeah, you were like I don't yeah. want to be a projector. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so.
2: yeah. Yeah. So some of the language is or polarizing, like, but it was and a part of his design was to shock people. Oh. So he shocked people. So anyway, all yeah. <laughs> line as the opportunists, they're essentially the people people. We like the health and well being of ourselves is like determined by the health and well being of our relationships. Uh-huh. So we're all about other people and yeah and nurturing other people um and we're very well connected in that sense too so like you have been kind of like the conversation hub and and you probably bring all the people together Mm. um you you know a guy that knows a guy like you just kind of have this Mm. network right and all the best opportunities come through that network so you don't ever have to go outside of you know your circle Mm. to find anything that is for you they'll generally
0: come through that network. It'll be someone who knows someone. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah, all you have to do is, like, say something and go, oh, yeah, I've got a guy that does yeah. that, you know, and that's the way things come through to you, get referred to uh, through the
1: field. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> what, what else? The like? definition? <laughs> the next thing is
0: I'm, I'm just yeah, so yeah, lost. Now. I know, right. I'm not lost. Like, I'm see, in the
1: best way. See, <laughs> yeah, you can see how,
2: yeah, literally, uh, yeah. you know, I could talk about it for days because there's just so many, so much to unpack in each one of these little oh, things. Yeah, yeah. So um, definition is also a really interesting one. This is a massive part of a lot of people's shadow work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and conditioning. So if, um, so Tracy, again, our little yeah, guinea pig. Um, her definition says single. So essentially, that means that all the centres in her design that are coloured in are all communicating together with channeling. There's no breakage between like the head and the the bottom of the chart. So anyone that has the word split or triple split or um, split in that word, that section that says definition, if you have splits, it essentially means that a lot of your mental energy, a lot of your like shadow stuff will be trapped in those little gaps between the different centers in your in your design kind of being broken up, if that makes sense. It's kind of like a conversation in your body. So it's the like flow. I have, yeah, so I have splits. I'll use me as an example. I have my two head centers talking to each other and then I have splits on the kind of shoulder parts of the design and then my lower part of my body's um all connected. So I have like two people in me that I have to kind of try and bring together all the time. Okay. So the general advice without going too nuanced yeah. is, if you are split, you need people. You need people in your life. You need to live with people. You need to work with people to give you access to the parts that you feel like you're missing. And when they connect those splits, you're able to kind of have more flows through the design. So this whole, like, saying of, like, you know, in relationships, your partner completing you and all this kind of thing, it's kind of like that mm. because, for example, my son, who's nine, when I looked up his chart, he literally bridges my Aww. splits. He has the
0: two dates that I yeah, missed, like a counterpart.
2: So, yeah, so I, I gave birth to the guy who bridges my splits and makes me feel hot. Like right? Gave birth to
1: the guy who bridges my splits. <laughs> <laughs> that is a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing to my we need to put that on
0: the quote tile <laughs> yeah. for Instagram. Like human design memes. Happy birthday, son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very niche. It's a very niche person to, want to understand that.
2: Oh. That's funny. But yeah. He he, essentially completes wow. me. And so when, we're, when he's in my aura, I don't feel like I'm searching for anything outside of that. So there's no pressure on anyone else to, you know, feel. Yeah, just essentially, I don't get stuck in my head on anything. Mm.
0: I can just. How many in. different types are there? Because you mentioned double strip, splits, triples.
2: Yeah, so I think triple split. Uh, there's a triple split, which means you have wow. three kind of centers, which is like a party going uh, on in uh, your body. I've got uh, two, I've got two yeah. people. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, again, it's the same advice. It's like you just need to be around people. You need to change up your environment and not just be alone just all the time. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then there's a, a large split where there's like a significant jump from like, say, your roots defined and then your head centers are defined or something. Um, and those people tend to blame a lot of things on the external world. Uh-huh. So they're very victimized by the world. And so, again, they just need to be in group scenarios and and not spend a lot of time alone because it can kind of drive them a bit crazy. But the single
0: one over here needs no one and nothing. (laughs)
2: Single definition, yeah. So the challenge for single definition is actually letting people in and actually bidding with other people. So they're very... Like sovereign. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to silent laugh now. Sorry if this is awkward for you. I'm just trying to. Where, no, Where on it. Laura's
1: chart does it say bitch?
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> no, just split, not bitch.
1: <laughs> okay, so talk about the single.
2: Okay, so um yeah, I think that's all we can do on mm. definition. So single is just you're literally a sovereign being. You have all the things connected and it's your challenges to let other people into your world. The and, island. And
1: the, the challenge is yes. to let people in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> because I don't lot. need anyone. So I have to. I yeah. have yeah. to. I don't, I don't need exactly. anyone. I don't want exactly.
1: anyone, but yeah. I have to let them. It's still a challenge. <laughs> yeah. So then what's inner yeah. you know, authority? Yes.
2: Okay, so... Um, inner authority, I think that might be, are you on the different software? Are you looking at Yeah, I think that's up? the
0: word that you covered in front of the aura type because beside mine yeah. it says the yeah. emotional solar plexus. Yeah. So, so okay, cool. in that so, other software. Yeah,
2: depending on your software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the inner together. authority is that yeah. first bit that I okay. covered. So, so it could be a sacral, it could be, um, pure in my day. Um, it could be emotional, it could be splenic, it could be yeah, ego, whatever the word yep. is, is that's. Your, that's your the uh-huh. boss, that's your intuition boss in your body to listen to, basically. Oh. And they all have different ways that they operate, and it's really important to understand and go down that rabbit hole as well. <laughs> so strategy? Okay. So the strategy is related to your aura. So every aura has a strategy. And so for example, again, with the manifesto, it's to inform and initiate, which is what I mentioned before, um, for a generator, it is to respond to life as it comes to you. So, um, For example, a lot of people are conditioned to be more manifestory because that was kind of a dominant energy from the, the powers that be back in the day. So a lot of generators think they're manifestors and that they have to initiate things. And so a lot of generators can operate from that, that, you know, they call it the not self. So the version of them that's not actually true and initiate business deals and initiate projects and initiate just from their own, like, energy without actually responding to anything in their field like about it first, it. they're forcing it. So it's a mental forcing um, and that basically allows it, well, it, it de- takes them on a trajectory that's not actually. Authentic. Authentic. And so all the opportunities are getting missed because that aura is, like, bringing in these opportunities but they're over here and so they're just always missing the you know, it's, it just never, wow. it never feels like an alignment and flow. It's just like, on.
1: yeah. Well, their egos, so gener- their
2: egos got hold of the wheel. Exactly. So a generator is more, you know, this is the biggest lesson I teach most generators is you need to start trusting the, like the way that the universe works more. You have to trust your own timing. Mm. So we're very impatient and so it's actually about taking, letting go of that control of the direction of things. And actually you can't plan being a generator. You actually have to respond to life as it comes to you. So we essentially, what it would look like is I might put an intention out into the world that I want to be on more podcasts, right? Then Done. you'll send me, an email. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then send me an email and you'll offer me a spot on a podcast, I will say, I will go, oh, this is something to respond to. How do I feel? I'll check into my authority, which is my emotions. And if I'm having a shitty day, I won't decide in that moment because there's no truth in that moment because of my authority. So I wait, sleep it out. So that's what you do when you have an emotional authority is you basically just wait it out a bit more. Um, And then when I feel kind of neutral and feel good and there's no charge around it, yeah, sure, let's do it. So then I do it and it feels good. And then two more opportunities come from that. And that's how it goes, right? And I don't know where it's going. And I don't know who I'm going to connect with because of it. And all of that shit. All I know is I'm just being in response to life as it's coming to me. And that's the only way for me to live as a generator. So strategy is really important okay. for whatever yours says on the on the on your chart go down that rabbit hole and have a look at what that means for you and how to operate. And, um, you know, projectors probably struggle the most with theirs because theirs is to wait for invitations and wow. the, the language feels really like, oh, so I just have to sit around and wait for people. <laughs> projectors get a hard deal
0: <laughs> <It's too> hard, <laughs> the language.
2: They get a hard deal, but when they're really in alignment, holy shit, they're powerful. Yeah. So when you see really know and aligned, uh, like who's really, but you know, aligned with their design, they are unstoppable forces, and they really, you really notice them in the world. Um, so, so it's not necessarily about just sitting waiting around idle for people to notice you. It's actually mastering a craft and just being in your own energy, getting really good at something, and then when the right, when you start to magnetize or get attention for that thing people will go wow do you want to be on my podcast and share more about human design you're like yes mm. so then you then you go into it like that so yeah there's there's nuances in you know the way we navigate but particularly generators and projectors have to be more not passive but like responsive mm. to things that come to them rather than initiating it like a manifester does mm. very cool and so <sighs> you mentioned not self yes so this is like this is the human design language again. Um the not self is essentially the mental version that you create. This is the this is like the the ego or you know there's lots of different terms for it in or different modalities. But essentially the not self is the version that you create that's very conditioned. And so for example, if you have some splits in your design, you might spend a lot of your mental energy focused heavily on the the essence of the split gates in your design. And so you might literally build your whole life on the theme of this thing. Mm. And then when you when you study the system, you go, Holy shit, (laughs) I've been in my cell for like 30 years.
1: And all I needed to give all I needed to do was give birth to my bridge gap (laughs) person. (laughs) (laughs) So that's
0: Dark and it was, the you soul.
2: know, when I shared my story on the previous yeah. podcast, I did say once I gave birth to my son, I gave birth to my purpose, like yeah. my purpose work. But you also. So he literally yeah, put me into yeah. alignment aurically wow. as well. He made me feel complete and I had access to things that I didn't always have access to. So we birthed there's projects
0: at the yeah. same time as your son too, like you were doing exactly. everything all at once. The exact same thing yeah. happened to me yeah. with my
2: second
1: son. Yeah.
2: There exactly you go. The yes, yeah, they do. They, you you essentially share auras with your kids, you know, especially the first seven years or whatever. Um, But even now, like, I'll purposely make sure he's around if I'm, like, trying to
1: act. <laughs> <laughs> he's like your good luck token. <laughs> Talisman. <laughs> is his name Talisman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. His name's
2: Wilder, which is where I get the Wilder oh, from. It's, it's actually a real surname. But yeah. anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: So... And the um,
2: incarnation cross. Yeah, cool. Okay. So this is another really big thing. Um, the incarnation cross is a combination of four numbers on your chart. So if you look at your chart and you've got the black line, like the bar of black numbers and then the bar of red numbers, um, either side kind of like the pillars, it's the four top numbers of that chart and that's essentially like your sun sign placement. Um in your conscious side and unconscious side. So this is something I haven't mentioned yet, but the difference between like normal astrology or uh, well, tropical astrology and human design is human design actually works with two astrology charts. So there's your your personality, which is the black side, and that's when you're like take your first breath on this world. So that's your birth time and, and date that you you that you provide. And the second chart is your unconscious, which is like your body. Imprint, and this is imprinted in in utero. It's like eighty-eight degrees before your birth time, oh, wow. so it's around the six-month mark. You get imprinted with your body design, and so that's your unconscious, basically. And so it's the conversation of your unconscious and your conscious that come together that create this human design framework that you see in the middle. So cool. So it's the combination of the of the sun. In the unconscious and sun in the conscious side and then the earth, so, like, the anchor points to those so as what's well. Mine? <clears throat> so yours is the left angle cross of identification one. So here's how it gets really nuanced. There's, like, 192 incarnation Holy crosses. Wow. So it's not something that you just, like, know off the top of your head. And there's, there are more common ones than others. Um, but essentially for you to live out your life's work and your purpose, you need to be like it reliant on other people to help you fulfill it. Um, and yours is, let me get out the book.
0: How many more than 90? Jesus. That's a, that's.
2: Yeah, 192. 192. <laughs>
0: 192. What uh, number? On 16. Yeah, there's numbers so, yeah. and everything. Put some weight music
2: in. Yeah. Do elevator doo, doo, music. Do do do. So I've just got a book that expands on each of the incarnation crosses because it doesn't give you a lot of information on what that is. And actually when you Google it, it gives you very little information. It wasn't something he expanded a lot oh. on in time. So other people have kind of done it. Um But yours is all about, it says, your life theme is to become completely clear about what is important to you before you engage others. Just because you have a brilliant mind does not necessarily mean that you have developed the wisdom to use it for the benefit of all. Your wisdom is something that grows as you experiment more more and more with life. You will receive greater support and empowerment from others when you are grounded in the practical and substantial aspects of your projects rather than when you are focused on ego gratification or pleasing people. Your process means making means making some missteps and recoveries throughout your life. There's a whole write-up. Wow. um, Mine, a lot of the time the incarnation cross probably won't either resonate or feel any any sense of truth to it because we have so much conditioning and so it's not until people actually play within the realms of human design and experiment with it. And they do say it takes up to seven years Mm -hmm. to kind of, decondition completely because that's when the cells will um you know eventually replace themselves in the human body so it's essentially a tool to upgrade your dna wow. and, and our genetic makeup and activate you know our truth in our genetic makeup so it probably isn't up until you know midpoint of that deconditioning process that you start to feel a resonance with your incarnation cross um so it comes yeah later. right up archetypes that are linked so it's not something necessarily to worry about now but essentially it makes up like 70 percent of your overall life kind of essence so if, if you were to like write a biography of your story or and there was like a golden thread this would be the golden oh, thread okay. your invitation. I wonder
1: yeah. if that's why I am always like I only teach and talk about things that I experience yeah other than like like I things that I learn and things like that. I, I don't t- typically like to um regurgitate things that I've learnt, but I like to teach things that I experience. You've been through yeah. it. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. your role model.
2: That's your role okay. model. Uh, that's how we do it. We we role model things and we share from experience rather than teaching it from a kind of understood logical yeah, it's kind a of different way. System. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So yeah, those are the they're the main things to focus on. There's like a hundred other rabbit holes you can go down, but that you know that is enough to get you where you're supposed to be going, and you don't need to know anything else apart from those kind of key things. Is there things. anything
1: inside um, Human Design that kind of tells you when like how much time you've got on Earth? On Earth. <laughs> No, I don't think so. There's definitely in
2: astrology there's markers for the way you might die and all that kind yeah. of thing, like if you've ever gone down a rabbit hole, I have. Um, but essentially um, there's different astrological transits that happen that are really significant in a chart. So perhaps if you're um, like some are kind of more harsh than others, I guess, depending on the placements and the and the design. Um, It doesn't, there's no timeline on any of this stuff there, but there is like, um, you know, you come up to your Uranus opposition, which is, you know, in the next couple of years, you're going to have that, Tracy. So there's going to be a big shift in your design and in your chart and in your energy and in your life. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is the different initiation points for a human. So, you know, our first is our Saturn return between 28 and 30. That's usually a pivotal moment for most people. The next one's around 42, 43, and then the next one's uh, 50, so Chiron return, and then there's another second Saturn return. So a lot of people, you know, check out at those times too because it's really challenging. Uh-huh, okay. um, so usually, you know, anytime I anyone someone comes to me for a reading most of the time they're coming really close to one of these points in their life and it's you know such a good heads up because it just helps you understand that this is just a period that is going to look a little bit like this and it might be themes of this thing in this area of your life and just even having that is accepting of it and there's nothing wrong and it takes a lot of the extra stress out and all that kind of thing um so yeah a lot of you know I feel like a lot of the mental health issues can be alleviated in just kind of adopting
1: frameworks like, like it's this. it's to be so it helps you understand yourself. It's not like what's wrong Correct. with me. Yeah. It's like actually this was meant to happen, it's so just thing. figure it's out a, a way pattern. to
2: go through it. Being it. Yeah, you're being initiated mm-hmm. and that's all it is. And, yeah, but there's never any like, like I have had a fair few people pass away in my life and I've looked up the, the, the date of that, you know, that time or whatever on their chart. And there have been like pretty harsh astrological transits and things that happen. So yeah, there there are markers, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's death yeah. physically it could be an ego death of some kind or or a big shift in your identity or, you know, just depending on how it's interpreted by the human. Mm.
1: Speaking so, of yeah. markers, are there markers on there that talk about how psychic I am? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there's like there are some um, different
2: there's different channeling in human design when you kind of go into more nuanced parts of it that do indicate um, like intuitive gifts. And a lot of it is based in the spleen here. Um, I, you can't see my screen, but the spleen is our intuition center. And it's also linked to our fears and stuff, too. So it is very kind of primal energy that we were tapped into. Yeah. Um, your spleen is open or has has no definition. So essentially, a lot of the um. Yeah, a lot of the information around having an open spleen means that you essentially are more sensitive to the health and well being of others. Um, so you can actually tune into like their fears. You can tune into their um, everything. Yeah, their, <laughs> their wealth. <laughs> yeah. So where you're open is where you're receiving from others. So you have your spleen, which is health and well-being centre, um, and fears and instinct and that kind of thing. You also have your G centre open, which is identity, love G-center and direction. So spot. you can actually G <laughs> centre. <laughs> Fortunately, not. G <laughs> centre is essentially a part of the heart chakra. that's split into two pieces, and the and the G centre is all about love, direction and identity. It's a really big hub of the of the human design as a whole. The, one of the more powerful centres and it um, you know it's the house of identity so you can essentially like tune into the identity of that person through that openness and read who they are and where they're going and give them advice on what on those things um, you also have your two head centres um, open or undefined so your Ajna and which is the third eye and then the crown so again you can tune into their mental stuff as well and and tune into their mind and what's going on, you know what they're thinking about and all that kind of thing. Um, and your sacral is also open, which is the life force energy. So there's a lot of open, really powerful points that you can tap into somebody and read. Um, and then you also in your in your design that you you like the definition that you do have, the thing that's consistent, is this um, channel that I have too, which is called the channel of synthesis. And this is all about um, a deep connection to the sensitivities in people. So it is being deeply sensitive to the subtleties, like to the nuances of the human experience, and and particularly particularly connected to mammals and read it. So we also have like a a connection to animals. So this is where my connection to the animal realm comes into things. And so that again, you know, that's something that you just have unconsciously running in your design, where you have an attunement to the to the sensitivities in in others and and their needs. Um, And also the ability to connect to what they value and align the real outline them with their values. And then you have another channel, which is the channel of openness. So this is your expression. You're able to express that through the solar plexus, which is your emotional centre, and just be really open, like emotionally open and expressive through that channel. Um, So that's, you know, that's kind of the way that the information would flow through you is through that part of your design and then in all those other open spaces is where you're taking the information in to kind of synthesise it and then share it. Openly,
1: I'm just gonna walk around with a sign around my neck that says "open." <laughs> <laughs> I'm open. <laughs> Love it. Turns out I'm open.
0: It's like perfect. You're receptive.
1: Oh yeah, like it
0: couldn't yeah. get any more accurate. My mm. whole chart. I'd say you're receptive, but you're not open. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm open, I just don't show it.
0: Mm. Yeah, exactly. It's a different kind of open.
1: <laughs> I'm getting it. I'm yeah. just not telling you yeah. I'm getting it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. One exactly. must have boundaries.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the manifest
1: aura, yeah. right? Yeah. Read that. That's <laughs> what's you protecting her.
0: The
1: yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, Do you know what? It's exhausting. Like yeah, to be able yeah. to be open and receiving and open mm. and receiving and open and receiving all the time. Like it's impossible. Yeah. Like you have to have that hermit to balance it. And
2: that's a part of your design as a manifesto. You're not designed to be on all the time. Yeah. Like you should design your life where there's big bursts of energy and then there's a massive that's rest exactly period. what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not, you don't have a generator um, life force kind of that's replenishing all the time. So using your energy much more wisely is like you will get a pulse of energy where you can get so much done in such a short amount of time and very resourceful very like on just get shit yeah. done and then you will noticeably see when that switches off and you're like oh I just have nothing
1: person.
2: yeah yeah and that's just natural for your design and that's you should try and you know design your life I around do. that as best as <laughs> I'm very good
1: yeah. at that yeah um but I'm also a triple Gemini Ah, yes. <laughs> so there's there's a whole yeah. lot of managing myself going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, you yeah. mentioned about animals. So is that where the talismans and things sort of come in?
2: Yeah. So um yeah, when I studied where all those kind of things come through in my design, I, I can see that me having it's it's a particular gate in the design, it's gate 19 and it's a connection there are different ways that we can connect to the animal world in our design there's three different gates that have different roles and this one is like a um almost like a relationship kind of connection so it's like um and it's needs based so it'd be like having a pet like you know having an attachment to a pet where it's like you give me the love and i support, i feed you and house you and look after you. it's kind of like that contractual kind of energy but also it just means, you know, I'm deeply connected to the natural world and kind of can com- communicate with animals and that kind of thing. Um, and there's some other markers as well that are a little bit different that are more like elemental and linked to the fairy realms. Ooh, and the, very um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so there's a few different nuances, but, yeah, that's where I find that um, that made sense to me when I learned that about my design, that that was a prominent part of my,
0: yeah, what I'm here to do. Mm. I love that it makes sense to you and it almost gives you that opportunity to just dive in deeper and really embrace yeah, that, yeah. explore yeah. that too. So
1: help. yeah. is it just animals that are talismans? No, I've got,
2: I've got all sorts of things. All um, I've, got, I've got human design talismans now, yeah. um, which remind you of your aura type to, to, and the strategy of that aura to follow. So for anyone that is like starting on their human design kind of journey and need a reminder, it's like, what does my aura do again? I can't remember the like, old yeah. thing. The talisman will kind of anchor you and remind you of that
1: each day. So my um, spirit animal is an owl. I've actually got it on the back of my jacket. Oh, yeah. I had some, someone. <gasps> my... How cute is that? Know. A friend of mine got it done for me and I was like, oh. But I noticed on That's your so site cute. you've got yeah. an owl talisman what's what's mm-hmm, your connection
2: do. with the owl um oh, the owl is it's a universal kind of symbol of wisdom right um for me owls kind of like I've worked I've worked with owls like I used to read or I do rehab wildlife and I was volunteering um in the Sunshine Coast at a center that had predominantly birds and and there were like you know, lots of night jars and 20 frog mouths and different owls and stuff. And just even being in their presence, you can just kind of tune into their energy. Um and yeah, there's just there's always been a key like few animals that have felt like they've I've journeyed with them over time. Um and owl, owl and cat energy is really similar to me, um, like energetically as well. So I feel like It's deeply feminine. It's obviously like nocturnal, so it's lunar-led and it's the ability to kind of see through the unseen aspects of, of the world as well. So, yeah, I mean, what I'm really about now is for people to understand what these animals mean for them and to stop putting like this guru energy on people to tell them the amount of times people have emailed me or texted me over the years asking me for like interpretations of animals that they Same. see and all that kind of thing, I used to give it, and then I, now I'm just like, okay, so what were you thinking about when you saw the animal? How did it make you feel? Like I'm getting them, I'm putting it back on them now to actually empower themselves and craft their own message because that's what it's about. It's about your personal connection to these animals. It's not about like, sure, I can tell you, I can give you my interpretation, but. I'm by no means an authority in it. That's just what it means for me and it's not always going to be the same for everybody else.
0: I love that. Um, Great point. Yeah. Yeah. It also is a nice little segue um, for me to mention that I I ordered your Animal Kin Oracle cards Um, just a couple of days ago because
1: they had been out of stock
0: and now they're in stock and when you're saying it's good to be able to interpret things for yourself, that's a great Uh way to do it because there's... Like they're beautiful cards, but there's so many there. Yeah, um, yes. yeah. I can't wait to even get them with my girls. We love drawing cards on a Sunday or whenever we want, whenever we want to. Really, <laughs> it's the best family yeah. deck. Yeah, but the artwork's beautiful, and I'm reminded of that again um, looking behind you at the peacocks as well. Yeah, there, there's a couple yeah. of them there. I remember staring at them at the first interview with Shannon. I think we were both just like, oh, we're looking at you as well. <laughs> <laughs> He's the star of the show. Yeah, very nice. Very Does he have nice. a name? <laughs> no. No, he doesn't have Kev, Kevin. No. <laughs> Not Kev. <laughs> it's Kevin
1: now. Yeah. I think he's told me it was yeah. Kevin today. <laughs> I'll have to I'll DM you a photo of Kevin, a little video. Because yeah. he always like, uh, he's always around, you hear him, but um, it's always, he'll, like I'll be driving down the street and he'll just be standing there in the middle of the road. And I'm like, okay, I see you. I meant to see you today. Like I'm meant to take notice of you. And sometimes he'll just like mosey on really slowly. And other times he'll go really fast. It's like, thank you. Thank you. And I'm like Harry Potter at my house with owls. Like they literally flock to my house, and they they wow. on the road out the front of my house as well. The trees next to my office, like they're everywhere around me. It's incredible. So cool. Yeah. So. Peas, yeah. and al- the peas and yeah. owl cocks. Peas and yeah. owl cocks. What the hell? Peacocks and
0: owls, same. <laughs> <laughs> peas and owl cocks. owl cocks. It's a hybrid. A hybrid. It's the next yeah. collection for you, Sarah. Yeah, yeah legit. I've,
2: I've, I've actually had that thought to create <laughs> mythical animals and fusing two different energies together That's just perfect. as a fun. Like,
0: Let's do an owl cocks. Yeah. Our cock is coming right up. Well, you've got, you know, you've got the artistry that will allow you to do that. All that creativity. Can't wait. Yeah.
2: Can't
0: wait. Yeah. <laughs> see generator.
2: I, I just had that intention, and yep. now this keeps coming through. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> and, and
1: I'm a manifesto so it's gonna happen. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're like, this get yeah. it done now. Give me my our cock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. my head is going crazy with what it would look like I know. like, it all, like yeah. i'm missing all the different things together yeah and have to have an owl head with a ridiculous Pe- yeah, tail absolutely what colors though yeah. that would be where i'd be at because an owl in peacock colors would be beautiful would yeah be? it's got it's got the green yeah. like the dark green yeah. and the blue
0: Oh. Oh, yeah gosh yeah. Oh, and the we're places it. we can go <laughs> Sarah thank you so much I know our audience um has been waiting for an episode just like this one so thank you so much for yeah. sharing your knowledge you. on all things human design and and Alcox <laughs> Alcox and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the next podcast yeah. episode <laughs> Will you come back we'll be friends forever <laughs>
1: uh, thank you so much Sarah it's been amazing
0: so yeah thanks ladies appreciate <laughs> thank it thank you and take care everybody else we'll uh, talk to you next time Ciao. we love bringing turns out she's psychic to you each week at no cost so if you like what you hear please consider supporting the show by donating to our patreon we are a small operation researching coordinating and producing the show ourselves any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the costs of making the show
1: as a thank you we'll send you out some tospy tattoos we'll give you a patreon shout out on the podcast there's a monthly live q a competitions and giveaways
0: as well as special book and movie review bonus episodes for more details please click the link in the show notes of course if you want to get in touch send us an email at TOSPsychic at gmail.com. We welcome your ghost stories and any questions that you have for myself or Tracy.
1: And we'd love it if you left a review and shared the podcast with your friends and family and give us a follow on Insta at turnsoutshe'spsychic.
0: Bye bye. Bye.